0: It doesn't feel good to be rejected. It's not fun to find out that there was a party and all your friends were there. Everyone was invited except you. No one enjoys finding out that everybody was hanging out and no one told you. Rejection, no matter how confident you are, is still an uncomfortable, painful feeling. On today's episode of The Shaleen Show, we'll talk about how to handle it when you've been rejected. Welcome to the Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times best-selling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Shalene Show. It doesn't matter how confident you are, it doesn't matter how secure you feel in your relationships. It's fair to say that we all have experienced some form of rejection or feeling left out. Go all the way back to grade school, especially for little girls. And I remember when my own daughter was in elementary school, having other moms call me because their daughter had been left out of, quote unquote, the circle at recess. Or, you know, even thinking back on my own childhood, remembering certain friends kind of pairing up. And it did feel like three was a crowd, wondering why so-and-so wasn't inviting you over to play at their house after school. And some of those early thoughts continue with us as adults. Now, as I said earlier, I don't think it matters how secure and confident you are. We all experience these feelings of rejection from time to time. I think the more secure you are in who you are and the less you define your importance and your likability by your association with other people, the less you're going to feel that sting of rejection. But that's not to say you're not going to feel it to some extent. Here's what I mean by that. I think those of us or perhaps at times in your life when you have felt less secure about who you are, that's when it kind of hurts the most when you feel like you've been left out of something because we're kind of attaching our own importance or significance, our own value to our association with someone else, which we know is really irrelevant, you know, whether somebody likes you or invites you to do something or not has nothing to do with whether you're a good person, a likable person, a fun person. And nine times out of ten, it has a lot more to do with that person than it does you. That doesn't negate the fact that it still kind of stings. So today, I'll share with you some tips on how to cope, how to handle it when you feel rejected, when you feel left out. The very first thing you should do is assume that it's not personal because It likely isn't personal. It's likely an oversight. It's likely that this person got busy, forgot to call you. Whatever the thought process that goes on in your head, which demonizes the decision-making process that feels so intentional that you were left out, that people didn't call you, that you were intentionally excluded – Think back on a time when you unintentionally, accidentally overlooked inviting somebody, calling somebody, you meant to, you intended to, time slipped away and there you were all gathered together realizing one person had been excluded unintentionally. My very first tip for you is to assume the best of other people and in doing so you assume the best of yourself. Assume that people do enjoy being with you and like having you around. And it was an oversight. Don't take it so personal, which leads me to tip number two. Number two is if you want to do something with people, if there's a group that you want to be a part of, if you want to make sure you're invited, you're included, you're a part of something, then make yourself a part of something. I mean, I realize that there are times when the handwriting is on the wall and people have outright told you, Hey, listen, this is just for the two of us, or this is just for the three of us, or things just aren't working out. But if you haven't had those conversations, why is it somebody else's responsibility to include you? Make yourself irresistible. Be the person who organizes these events. Rather than waiting for others to invite you, why don't you be the invitee, the host, the person who organizes things, the life of the party, the one in charge of the guest list. Tip number three, Consider that maybe people are taking cues from you that you don't want to be included. Perfect example. Every holiday season, Brett and I are always just kind of surprised that we haven't been invited to Christmas parties or different gatherings that people tend to do around the holidays and I'll buy a couple of fancy dresses and then have no place to wear them. And every year we do this. Every year we look at each other and go, maybe we should be nicer to people. I wonder why we haven't been invited to any parties. But the obvious answer is the cue that we're sending to people. We both prioritize being with our family. We're not much into going to parties and socializing. We love being homebodies. And I've made it perfectly clear that I'm an introvert. I like parties, but in small dosages. So I assume most people have heard that message. My friends have heard it repeatedly from me. I talk about how much I dread going to parties and having to do fancy, foo-foo, socially things. And so I've put the message out there that I don't wanna go to those things. So it shouldn't feel personal and it certainly isn't rejection when we are intentionally excluded from the guest list. It's basically what we've been telling people that we don't really wanna go. So what message are you sending to people? When people do invite you, do you tend to stand off in the perimeters and feel uncomfortable talking and socializing? Do you give people the idea that you don't enjoy social settings? And even if it's a small group, are you the one who is least involved in the conversation, the one who does the least amount of talking, the one who seems the most uncomfortable, the one who's the most guarded? Because if you are, you're sending people the message that you don't really like to be included That is the perception or the impression that you're giving others. So if you want that to change, if you actually do want to be included, then once you have been invited, you've got to get into the mix of things. You've got to open up. You've got to let your guard down. You have to let people know who you are. You have to socialize. Your presence needs to enrich or enhance the experience or people will stop including you. Tip number four is to take an actual look at how you are in these settings. So when we talk about rejection, when we talk about not being invited, when we feel as though others have not included us, the times when it's most painful is when we're thinking about people we really like, people we admire, people we want to spend time with, people who we like to associate with. I mean, I don't know too many of us who get upset when someone's excluded us from a really boring meeting at work. It's like that's a godsend. But when we feel as though our name wasn't included, when people started talking about who should be invited to that party where all your friends are gonna be or that luncheon, that's when it hurts. That's when it's people that you like and you enjoy spending time with them and you wonder, is there something wrong with me? And it can hurt. We can feel sadness. And sometimes that sadness can feel like anger or even rage. I even see this online, people getting irate over the fact that someone who they don't even like that much unfollowed them or unfriended them on Facebook. I mean, rejection is real and it stirs up feelings of inadequacy in us. But rather than feeling sadness or anger, especially anger directed at someone else, worry less about what's going on online and focus more on your real relationships the people who you spend time with in real life, and know that those are the relationships that matter the most. And those are the ones that you should truly be focused on improving. And if you want to be included, tip number four is to honestly evaluate how it is you enrich those experiences. So in my previous tip, I talked about how important it is to enrich that experience by being included, by including yourself, by being honest and open and communicating and, and enriching the experience. But for this tip, what I want you to consider is maybe you're trying too hard and maybe it's that inauthentic side of you that makes people feel uncomfortable. Maybe you feel so much pressure to fit in that you're trying so hard that it makes other people feel uncomfortable. Maybe your drive to be liked and to be accepted doesn't feel natural. And people know that you're working really hard to either entertain or to outshine, to share tips, to dominate conversations, to be the funniest, to be the loudest. And those things, frankly, are just as off-putting as someone who is off-putting themselves. It is just as uncomfortable to have somebody who doesn't want to talk and stands on the perimeter of the conversation with their head down, eyes looking at the floor and not engaged in the conversation, that's uncomfortable. That person is uncomfortable to be around. And the person who has to be the center of attention, doesn't stop talking, is trying really hard to impress everybody. The person who overdoes it, who has a story to one-up everyone else's or tips or experiences that are better than everyone else in the room, that person is just as annoying and uncomfortable as a person who doesn't want to be a part of things. So while not being included is sometimes painful, and while I do want you to consider that it's not likely personal, if it's happening routinely, and if there's a group of people, individuals, or a person who you really do want to spend more time with, I don't think it hurts to take a look at yourself and ask yourself, in situations where I have been included, was I trying too hard What would happen if I just relaxed and was a part of the experience and I was just myself? My next tip is to be a champion. I mean, if you want to be included, if you want people to involve you, if you want to be the first person that everybody thinks of when they get together or when they're considering doing something fun, then you've got to champion that. The last person anyone wants to spend time with is that individual who is always a victim who always acts as though they were left out and people have hurt their feelings and people let them down. While taking that stance in that position might work temporarily because people tend to coddle you and go, oh no, that's so bad. That's so mean of them. Victim mentality, that state of mind, a person like that is the last person other people want to spend time with, especially people who have confidence, and enjoy themselves. I mean, it's a drag to feel as though you're taking care of someone. So the next time you feel rejected, someone forgot to include you, rather than gossiping and bitching and complaining and whining and taking on the victim mentality, do something about it. Find a new group of friends. Have a direct conversation. Consider some of the steps we've discussed to this point. But the very last thing you should do, the least effective thing you can do when dealing with rejection is to take the position of the wounded. Everyone always does this to me. I'm the one who's always excluded. Everyone forgets about me. If rejection is something you want to avoid, then you've got to stop seeing yourself as a victim of it. Exclusion and rejection, they're just a part of life. It's a part of every stage of life. I mean, as human beings, we're pack animals. We like to hang out in groups. We like to be with like individuals. And so that's what you need to find. You need to find the right group, a group that makes you feel as though you belong. Or spend your time trying to be someone you're not. Trying to please people who simply can't be pleased. Trying to please people that you don't like that much. We want to feel as though we belong. We should belong to groups. We should hang out with friends. We should want to spend time with people who like us as we are. We don't have to do anything special. We don't have to go above and beyond. We don't have to be anyone but ourselves, and we're really comfortable being ourselves. If you're sad or angered because you've been excluded from a group, from a party, a clique, because you didn't feel as though you fit in, are those really the people who you should be spending time with? And if you don't feel comfortable being yourself around those people, I can promise you this, your time, your energy, and your emotion is much better spent with people who you feel a 100% confident in your own skin with who you are, all of your hangups, all of your flaws, all of your personality quirks, everything Lay down on the table, and you don't have to hide anything, and you don't have to be something you're not. There will be other friends. There'll be another dinner party. And maybe you'll start doing the inviting. And lastly, if you're quite certain it wasn't an oversight, if you've done some reflection and this is the person you want to hang out with, these are the individuals who you feel the most comfortable around and you enjoy spending time with them and you're just really bummed out you didn't get invited. First, let some time pass. I mean, timing is everything. And nobody feels good about being told that they've hurt another person's feelings, number one. That makes another person feel defensive. And if you truly want to be invited, if you want to be included, the last thing you want to do is come across as seeming needy, as seeming wounded or hurt. And the last thing you want to do is make the person who you want to invite you feel as though they're responsible for having hurt you. So allow some time to pass and then low-key it. The more needy the more insecure, the more desperate you come across, the less likely it is that you're going to get an invite. Just make it a simple, casual conversation. Hey, the next time you guys go and do something, that I would love to go with you. That looked like so much fun. Hey, I saw some of the photos you posted on Facebook from that dinner party. That looked like such a blast. I'm thinking of planning something like that myself, and I'd love to invite you. I saw those beautiful photos of you and -and so-and-so together at lunch, and it just reminded me how much I enjoy spending time with you. We've really got to make plans together soon. In all those examples, it's you making an invitation. It's not you being accusational. It's not you being a victim. It's not you saying you have to take care of me or you've hurt me. You're saying, it looks like fun. I want to spend time with you. And if your goal is to reconnect with this person or this group, You've got to make the invite. You've got to make yourself more attractive. You've got to make that opportunity to invite you or to spend time with you more attractive. Okay, last and final bit of advice. It is this. It's okay to feel hurt. I mean, it's not human if we didn't have feelings. And it's normal to wonder if there's something wrong with us. And it's also okay and it's really normal to have a pity party every once in a while. As long as that doesn't fester, it doesn't turn into conversations and feeling hurt and wounded. Because, I mean, God hasn't left you out. He thinks you're amazing. And the people who truly, truly love you and care about you, I mean, look around. Instead of focusing on the people who you want to impress you or you want to spend time with, look at the people who can't get enough of you. And then let it go. You know, move on. Life is too short. We are in control of our own attitudes and the way we deal with situations like this. I hope this has been helpful to you. I want you to know I love you, and I happen to think that you are the bomb.com. And you know what? I don't throw parties, but if I were going to throw a party, I guarantee you this, you would be at the top of my list. This episode has been sponsored by CourageousConfidenceClub.com. It's a club that I've created specifically to help people who struggle with confidence and insecurities and social settings and and just standing up for themselves, being yourself and feeling good about it. All of us could benefit from having more confidence. I'd love for you to just experience a taste of it. So please be my guest by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips. Now, if you don't feel like writing that web address down or remembering to go there later, all you have to do is while you're listening from your phone, send me a text message. The number is 949-565-4337. And that is for U.S. residents. Then just send me the word confidence and I will send you access to this video. This video will help you to eliminate self-doubt and just Feel more confident in any situation, whether it's work or personal or just your social interactions. Every one of us can benefit from having more confidence. There you'll submit your email address and I will immediately send to your inbox my latest training video where I teach you step by step how to feel more confident in just about any social setting. I think you'll find this incredibly useful, whether it's business or personal or just in your everyday interactions. Confidence is something that makes life easier. It helps you to raise more confident, self-efficient children. It allows us to speak our mind, to stand up for ourselves, to do the things that otherwise we are paralyzed by fear. And we just allow our own thoughts to stop us by learning how to overcome self-doubt and fear of success you can become that confident person that others are attracted to. The person you want to be, the person you deserve to be, the person you know is inside of you. So thank you for checking out my free tools by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips.